Hello, everyone. Welcome to Inside Out podcast with Sahas and Ali. This is our first ever attempt to actually talk our inside and out <laughs> to you guys. So, <laughs> welcome to the show. And uh, so, basically, the point of having this podcast is to you know just get it out there. And uh, you know, we are evolving as. i'm evolving as ali is or anyone else is so over the course of this podcast over the course of this journey we are all going to evolve together and all that evolution is what we are going to share in this podcast ali yeah okay. yeah 100% basically uh to give you a little more background on this sahas and i are from a common background we both have very common stories um we faced that stereotype growing up um and we decided to kind of break out of it and make something make a story that's different to what we were told as kids and i feel like a lot of people especially in the west um they might not have the same stereotype but they have the same upbringing and they fall down in this pattern of life which gets kind of mundane and i find it very uh bothersome because you know you grow up you get a job you come home you have kids you have we watch tv there's not much going on so I, we wanted to kind of break that and really break down each part of in this podcast of what you can do and what we can do and how we can grow as individuals and it is the podcast is going to be talking more about um yes we'll be talking about business we'll be talking about joint ventures and real estate marketing all that fun stuff but mostly also on mindset which is a big problem a lot of people face in uh physical health as well i mean i'm no like six pack model but that's still something i aspire to be and i'm working on and uh sahas as you can tell is a very active guy and uh that's something we really want to break down on this podcast yeah and and also ali it's more about you know getting real with yourself uh, mm-hmm. falling in the shadows of the social media or what other people are doing in that kind of a way also because i think a lot of people also get lost into the identity crisis and something that i also want to touch upon because who you really are like let's get real let's get raw and unfiltered about like who are you inside mm-hmm. and that's that's what i really feel about it like whenever even i'm talking to somebody and i'm introducing myself and saying hey just like that you know uh, saying hey i'm sahas and i'm a computer engineer fuck that i'm not defined by my profession right right i am defined by the kind of a person i am mm-hmm. and do you even know that we get into that mundane uh surreal uh reality you could say the virtual reality of saying that you know we have just been grown up in such a way in such a fashion that we it becomes a default idea of introducing mm-hmm. ourselves let's start changing that let's start changing from that let's begin from that and yeah. then further exactly like for uh, i want to touch base on that real quick because you know someone says give me a 10 second pitch on you you'd say i'm a doctor engineer i mean no that's your profession but give me a 10 second pitch about who you are as a person a lot of people confuse their occupation as something they are no that's something you do but who are you as a person that's something we really need to kind of figure out and that's something we all need to figure out because we're all on this journey and giving a 10 second pitch saying i'm a doctor or lawyer or engineer that's not you know that's not enough there's more to you than that yeah yeah so basically it's only that i mean if you the reason why i say this question why i say it, it because it gets you into momentum of you know 
getting out of the zone that you are in and actually trying to think give you you know give your brain a little bit of uh hurdle and tell that okay now it really need to dig deep into understanding who am i so yeah. i think really really it is really important for you to understand and ask more questions why ask more whys <laughs> why are we even doing that why am i even saying that so right that is something that i think we really need to get uh get to be touching upon on this uh, podcast and i think it's going to be really interesting because i want to keep it as raw as possible exactly. i'm going to uh, you know just go with yeah. the flow and going to be it's, it's just like going to be inside out What exactly 100% because um we all have two sides right we have our inside mind and we have how we perceive ourselves outside so we want to take all that who are you as a person inside and who do you want to be as a person outside so we kind of want to bring all that out and jumble that into this raw podcast i'm really excited because there's so many things you can touch upon um one really like obviously covid-19 has affected a lot of people but let's we'll also talk about that how that's been affecting a lot of people mentally and physically gyms that are closed everyone's working from home uh people are getting laid off so what do you do in that time so there's so many topics to cover in this podcast and i'm really excited to get on it yeah at the end of the day ali everything drills down to the mindset right mm-hmm. even if you have to do anything even if it, even if it is a job even if it is a business even if it is working out or reading a book or anything everything drills down to the mindset like how do you channelize your mind into mm-hmm. bringing the best out of the things that you want to do so it's all about channelizing and and to be honest i'm no guru i am no uh, mentor in a way that i've i've figured it out and uh, i'm also on the journey like as you are in and with the time i'm just sharing it it's just like documenting my thoughts and which is why i really love the idea of podcast that you know i'm just going to be documenting everything if i change my mind over the period of time i'm going to share it but right now this is what it is 100% fan So let's like let's break this down. Let's tell me about you Sahas. Like we I know we've speaking like we've spoken about this a lot earlier and I know you very well. But give us a little pitch about yourself. Well, I like to be called as a hustler, not as a computer engineer. The reason why I say that because I really believe that a personality, a person is known by the kind of person or uh, uh, you know the way that you want to be recognized. So just yesterday I was uh, browsing through what are the three core values that I really believe in and I came out with three things that defines me very well one is courage mm-hmm. by the way my name also means sahas which is courage oh wow i didn't know that which means courage mm-hmm. another is having a connection so i really really believe that we as humans have a lot of things to give and share and you know it's our eternal duty to have you know make something be humble to others so make that connection so i really believe in uh, doing that and i think it's more about you know creativity is what i really am i'm creative person from inside is what really defines me so it's triple c creative courage and having connections that is me 
I'm not defined by my computer engineering. I'm not defined by my digital marketing or real estate investment, whatever mm-hmm. that is. But this is what my core values are. Yeah. I'm from India. I moved to Canada one and a half years back. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been a fantastic journey and I can't get over it. Yeah. That's awesome. No so, so just like Sahas, you know, um, I moved, I'm from Pakistan, moved here around 2012. So that's been eight years. Uh, journey has been amazing. You know, you, you, you talked about how you had the three C's, your values. I honestly think that should be our real values should be what you, what defines you, not your job, not your designation. You know um, it's your values as a person. So you said like, I like that you said you were a hustler. I, I do, uh, I would be careful in describing myself as a hustler because I'm more, yes, hustle is important, but right now I'm on a journey of self-discovery, which is something I've been working on for a while. For the last couple of years, I was just going with the flow, you know, um, uh, doing what people tell me, getting a job, getting like, um, uh, going to school getting a loan. And now I really set back and said, this is not what my values are. And so the last few years, last year and a half, I've been uh, really exploring real estate and digital marketing. But those again are just hustles, side hustles. And even though I love those things, I've been focusing more lately on discovering myself as a person more. So that's, um, yes, I mean, my end goal is to uh, become a real estate investor in the next four or five years where I own properties where I can uh, retire from passive income, as well as focus more on a digital marketing aspect where I help my clients and my future clients, which is what I'm doing right now. But at the same time, um, I want to figure out who I am as a person, uh, what my real values are. And those are the hardest to find. So I'm, I might be a little early on the journey, but I know that's something I have to take. I see that you've already found your values, which is really something it's a blessing. If you know who you are, I think you can set yourself up for a lot of success. So that's something I'm kind of working on, finding out who am I, uh, what is Ali, who is Ali, and uh, what is he like, you know? Um, is he an entrepreneur? Is he a hustler? Is he a hermit? Uh, what does he stand by? So those are the things that I've been kind of focusing on more recently. And yeah, wish me luck. Let's see how that goes. No, man, I think we're all in, on a journey and uh, me finding my values doesn't still give me enough of knowledge about myself mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, as if I have discovered everything about myself. I think we're all in on the journey and that uh, you're writing your own stories. Yeah. right? And the story never ends until you just go away mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, you die. So your every part of the journey is being written. So for me, like when I say I'm a hustler, when I say that I'm moving, I've moved from India, we're all, you've moved from Pakistan, we're all writing our own stories. Exactly. And we are just redefining everything, Mm -hmm. evolving with time. I wasn't the same kind of a person what I was uh, five years back or two years back. In Mm -hmm. fact, my wife says I wasn't the same person just when I moved to Canada in 10 days, I changed. She said that just in the first 10 days, you were a different person. And after 10 days, I'm a different person. Adapted, improvised. Yeah. And, and I, I I believe it's the kind of what life brings you as 
like in terms of opportunities mm-hmm. or uh, i mean you could call it adversities but then again it's how you look at it a lot of people are going through a lot of uh, stuff uh, which is real i can't deny that like what all things are happening because of covid but uh, if you keep on looking at the calamities or you'd look at the adversities when would you take out time to look at the opportunities yeah i agree uh, if you just keep on dwelling into the past that oh those were the good times oh i'm still yeah. waiting for norm normalcy or something has to change in today's time i totally get it we all do but what are you even doing at the present situation to get out of it exactly what the question you need to ask so it's mm-hmm. asking more wise yeah man it's um i like that what you said because that's actually a very um i got into a lot of human psychology a while back and figured out what what makes a per- person function better than the other when it comes to let's say mental health um people that suffer from depression let's say versus people that don't there's a very strict uh different type of mentality so and again this is something i'm uh, just super high level there's a lot more to it but a person with more let's say who's looking at calamities is tend to be more tends to be more depressed a person that is much more intuitive in the sense where okay there are calamities but hey at least i get to work from home today or hey you know um yeah gyms are closed but i get to spend time with my family which is something i never had so like always seeing the shiny like little gold coin or pearl in the shipwreck that's something that really changes your mindset and it's not something everyone's born with it's something you develop habitually right yeah. and i find it i've been trying to do that more and more i've personally i can say it has helped me out and anyone listening if you're really struggling with the situation i know it's tough for everyone but just writing down a couple of things you're grateful for for today or something that nice happened it really changes perspective and there's studies that show it's a long there's long term benefits to that yeah man uh, ali you said absolutely right like uh, gratitude is really must mhm uh, you know just be grateful of whatever you have whatever you do what of these small things as much as like talking about like this we are breathing mm-hmm. we are having we got to see another day yeah we just take it for granted i mean it's I mean I know that okay we are supposed to forget it but why why are we supposed to just you know take it for granted and say we are even breathing actually you not know when is going to be your last breath yeah yeah so why granted be thankful for little things you don't have to be thankful for you know today i really got best deal of my life so i'm really grateful that's yeah. okay mm-hmm. that's one that's a material stuff but what about the day to day things for anyone that you have in your life your parents the parents health mm-hmm. your health your wife's health your friends right. the kind if, of people that you are connected with yeah like for example if you think about let's say um pretend let's say you just found out from a doctor that you have an incurable disease and you're set to die or pass away in the next 100 days you would in that position you would dread that you didn't take those uh moments of life you know for granted you would wish you could go back to the way things were even if it's covid even if the gyms are closed even if you're fired you have nothing you would wish you could go back to that so 
honestly, contentment, I know, and being grateful is relevant for everyone, but it's taking the small, smallest things, like you said, breathing today could be your last breath, you know? Yeah. Things like you never know what's going to happen around the corner and just be grateful. And it really, that, and it doesn't mean that because you're grateful, you're going to forget about the troubles. No, that just means you're grateful and you're enjoying the moment, mm-hmm. but you're also working towards improving and changing things in the future. It's important to verbalize few things. That's just what I believe. It's important mm-hmm. to you know, bring it into, bring it live. Yeah. But, you know, you start, you experience those things. You make that kind of a balance because in our minds, we're always thinking, oh, I have so much stuff to do. I have a lot of stress. I have so many projects in the place and, uh, or maybe I don't have any projects in the place. So depending whatever your life situation is, but then again, you have so many things going on. And by the way, when I go through all these things, it's not that like I've gone through them and I don't have those feelings. I mean, mm. I feel the same way, but it's just that just believing and saying that you really just taking out time, like two minutes and saying, I'm really thankful for the next breath that I have. Today. Yeah. I'm really thankful that I could see the day to day. Exactly. Or even small mundane things like this cup of coffee tastes so good. I'm so happy I can, you know, have coffee today. Right. Because I love coffee. Anything. Okay. Exactly. So, so what are you up to now, Ali? Like, how do you plan to spend your day like? like? Right. So I find that because, well, luckily today I'm have a day off, so I get to do a lot of things. But in general, I find that having a routine really sets things up for me for uh, um, what I would say would be one, contentment and uh, just getting things done. So for me, what I usually do is, yes, I get up in the morning, I have my morning routine, go to work, uh, have lunch at work, come back. And the next six hours I have, six to eight hours I have from work till I go to sleep, I have a routine that I follow. And I find that having that routine really helps you get things done. But as well as just like avoid you from that mental trap of feeling, let's say, not good enough or feeling that you could do better or feeling that, oh, I don't want to, uh, or just like, I don't want to do it today or I want to line bad because you all go through those phases where you just feel lazy or unmotivated or even down down in the dust uh, some people have um, severe depression as well which is a problem but i find that having something to do just having a routine it really helps so what i do usually is when i come back um you know i have my de-stressing uh hour that's what i do to de-stress for the entire day what you know you- so usually I, I read, I love reading, uh, listening to like watching really interesting videos such as like, um, I'm a bit of a science geek. So I really enjoy watching videos on this, things like psychology, the universe, how things work. Um, and then I try not to watch a lot of negative things around, um, you know, so-and-so people died today from COVID. I keep that out. There's always a day and time for that. But when I'm de-stressing, I want positivity only. Afterwards, um, I've actually, I found it really helpful and I know it's expensive for some people, but I find it really helpful if you hire a coach at the gym. And um, what I do is I allocated a budget for my physical and mental health every month. And I use that all the time. So I have a coach, I go there, he helps me with a lot of things working out. And I find it that if you have a coach, it really pushes you to the max. There's no, um, he doesn't let you slack off, which I love. So I, I get my ass kicked at the gym every time I go there. Afterwards, I come back. That's when I'm re-energized, really feel like, you know, 
full of like energy, want to do something, that's when I really get things done. That's the moment when I actually start, okay, so I have these, these things I want to do. I want to write a podcast. I want to write a blog. I want to make a podcast. I want to design a website or buy this real estate, whatever. Uh, that's when I started working. And those three to four hours I have left in the day are so productive because I followed a routine and I followed it for so long that it's become normal. Yeah. And, and I find that, yes, because you won't get amazing things done in one or few days. But I find that because I've been doing that for so and so long, I've seen a lot of progress and it's just normal now. You know, a few people tell me, oh, how do you manage time or how do you go to the gym when, um, you know, after work or um, how do you fit this in or fit that in? I'm like one step at a time, you know, mm-hmm. go for a run if you have to uh, go for a walk. Uh, that's how I started. I hated the gym. But I started by taking a walk around the block. I started then doing a couple of push-ups at home. And then eventually I got to a point where I hired a coach because I noticed that the more I did of these, the more better I felt about myself mentally and physically. And it's amazing how these things are connected. And we'll talk about that a lot more, the science behind that. But just taking a small step towards your physical health will yield a lot of long-term benefits. What about... Yeah, what about you? I'm interested in your routine. Yeah, uh, I'll talk about mine, but what you really, uh, I liked what you really touched upon was on the accountability factor, what your mentor, your coach gives you, mm-hmm. hire a coach. So I think having that kind of an accountability really helps you to, you know, just get things done, getting shit done. Exactly. Extending your own uh, capacity. Maybe if you were doing it all by yourself, you were doing it. I wouldn't deny that you weren't doing, doing it. But then again, you are not pushing yourself to that. Exactly. Extent. Exactly. So your, uh, mm-hmm. That accountability factor jumps in and uh, that really pushes you hard. Yeah, no, I agree. Because think about it this way. Like you're paying someone to who's waiting at the gym for you. Uh, you can be late. You have to be on time and you have to do your warm ups and everything before. If I was, if I had no one waiting for me, I'd be like, oh, I'll probably go 10, 20 minutes later. Oh, I think I've done enough. I'll go home. Like there's always something that comes up, but when I'm at the gym and I have a coach who I've willingly paid for and who has his best interest in me, he has like one rule is like, when you're with me, you're with me. And this is where we work out everything else uh, deal at home. So I'm hundred percent physically there and mentally there. And that really changes everything. Same thing if you have, let's say, a uh, coach for your mental health, like a therapist or a psychologist, uh, no distractions. You go there, you, you, know, you let things out. He, teach, he tells you how things are because you're paying him for. Um, I, know, I understand having friends uh, really does help. Having family helps. But having someone who tells you things in a more unbiased way, uh, as it is, as it should be, really also helps. Yeah, sharing really helps. And I, I believe in it's okay. I believe that not everybody would be open to the idea of coach or anything like that right away or counseling or anything of that sort. If you have a friend, if you think that you have been really good friends from very long and you really understand each other, this would be the time to test that also. Share your stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe the person is not able to give you the right direction, but you're just getting it out of your system. It's really yeah. Get it out mm-hmm. of So like, I know a lot of times I blab a lot with my wife and I'm not really looking for any validation. I'm not looking for any, uh, you know, counseling or consultation or though she's really good at it. But 
what i do is just to get it out of my system so that i don't have to you know be on the cycle of that thought and thought which is actually you know just draining my mind and energy mm-hmm. i don't want to be on that i've been on that hamster wheel i've been depressed i've been through all that shit and what i've realized is the more i share is more i'm going to better i'm going yeah. to the things that i do mm-hmm. yeah yeah i do notice that the more power you give like a negative thought the yeah. more stronger it gets and that is something you have to be careful of like how much attention are you giving your negative thoughts right yeah and you have to get it out of your system man this is a totally mm-hmm. like the moment i ha- start having and trust me there are so many moments that everyone has and i mean like i said i'm not guru nobody is uh, that mm-hmm. perfect and you cannot even lead to that perfection but what you could do is just get into a habit which actually you know dissolves the negative side of the things yeah that's it mm-hmm. just try to you know balance it out with the other things that you do so that that uh the quantity for that increases over time and you don't have to focus on the negativity at all exactly i find that even small things like journaling your thoughts down a few minutes a night really helps yeah man it really it, it's a game changer because it makes you it shows how like small thing your problems really are you know when you write them down i've done it quite uh, like very infrequently though i've done it like two three times in fact i did it day before yesterday mm-hmm. but now i think now is the time that i really need to start doing it on a regular basis i do have time to get down to my goals every night before i sleep i write down my goals every day i delete them before sleeping i write them oh down. really okay the reason why i do that so that i memorize them i mm-hmm. should know it what i need to do so i don't need to check them i'll see what all the goals are mm-hmm. read it and rewrite them again so that i'm remembering what i need to do Mm-hmm. so that's their tasks for the day and goals you need to achieve for a week that's fine but then again i think gratitude is just like journaling is just like uh gratitude and i think basically uh, do that I, it's interesting i find that a lot of people a lot of science behind this is uh strong on this as well this writing the things you want to do uh i don't know the exact method but it does something it really changes your your intention subconsciously i've noticed ever since i've started writing things that i wanted in my life on the universe right it's exactly just, like if like uh, you know mark smith yeah mm-hmm. he says that uh he wants to be a fucking billionaire he's just getting it out on in the universe mm-hmm. saying that i think it's so powerful it really doesn't matter what age what time what when is he going to do it but i think just getting it out on a regular basis and with full conviction yeah. is what you start believing and the whole cosmos starts working towards it because mm-hmm. it's a positive impact that you uh, you're just verbalizing it you've mm-hmm. put it out there right i'm not sure if you've seen the secret or read about the book it's uh, something I, rec- i recommend that to everyone because um, a lot of people will say oh that's hocus pocus and that's not my take on it my take on it is that the the practice itself is so powerful where you're not you're visualizing but not only that but you're living in the moment where you feel like you can do this so for example if i want to be if i want a brand new car a mercedes uh going to uh before i go to sleep having a couple of minutes where i visualize that i'm actually driving that car 
or I'm actually in that mood where I'm feeling that uh, exhilaration of driving a sports car or a really expensive luxury car, that it's in itself is all you need. There's no, um, there's no way where you, oh, you visualize, you think, and it happens. No, uh, the visualizing aspect makes you take action subconsciously and you're not even aware of it. And so the whole point is to like visualize because you believe it that mm-hmm. it happen. another step is really important, which is taking an action because you believe it so much that you want to live into that reality. Right. You want that reality, that virtual reality to become a real reality, then might as well fucking work towards it. Exactly. So I wouldn't deny a single factor if somebody says, oh, he's a, or she is a, uh, you know, uh, like uh, a million and like somebody says right uh, overnight uh, yeah. there is no overnight success any the re- the recent one i was reading evan carmichael he yes. is one of the motivation speakers and big uh, youtuber mm-hmm. he said my overnight success took me 10 years so 10 million, 10 years of hard work now he is on i think 2.5 million uh, subscribers on youtube and he okay. said overnight success me 10 years so there is no such thing as an overnight success it takes hard work it takes hustle it takes action yeah. so it don't look at the person by saying that oh he must have gotten on the platter no that's not true yeah yeah i mean and there's no denying there are certain people that get it easily because obviously uh, some people are born into wealth or some people have opportunities, but the average person, the average millionaire, uh, you'll say, oh, he had it easy. Oh, there's an overnight success. You're not seeing the struggle they actually went through. You're not seeing the good habits they had to install. Show me the day before it happened. Exactly. Exactly. Show me the like even a week before that happened. And I can tell you right now that it's not the case because it's not just you're changing a mindset or your work ethic. You're changing your lifestyle. Yeah. to get to where you want to be you're changing you're sacrificing so much that it's normal to you you're waking up early you're putting in late hours of work that it's just who you are now people don't see that people see oh uh he got an opportunity he he made a big sale he got a cool deal and he's a millionaire no uh you're not seeing the thousands of sacrificed hours he put in to get there where he wants to be right right mm-hmm. no i i'm glad that uh, ali we uh uh, like talked on a bunch of topics today and uh, I'm really excited about this podcast and yeah. mm-hmm. things that we're going to share. For me, it's a went out, to be honest. <laughs> For me, I'm considering it just like, you know, I'm going to be sitting right next to the screen. I don't care if somebody's watching it or not or listening yeah. to it or not. My point is to just get it out and I'm going to evolve as this uh, podcast evolves. I'm going to share my journey. You're going to share your journey. Exactly. We're just documenting it. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have, we have uh, thought the way we think and how we perceive at this point of time, it might not be the same after a year from now. It might be something mm-hmm. different. We might be talking something else. Also, I think it'd be great to bring on some, uh, you know, guests on this podcast to have a different perspective as well. So I, I agree. Think- yeah, I agree completely. I think um, people need to really hear more voices of others who are going through the same thing and it's not just us we're not just you know uh, taking the shit out of our ass like this is something that it's a lifestyle a lot of people have to adapt and it's um, their mental physical financial it's a whole 
triangle of, of a lifestyle. And I think the more we people we bring on and the more we show to others that this is what they're doing, this is what, see, there's a common like equation. They're all doing the same thing. There's no overnight success. They're all doing the same thing and yet they can all get there. Um, you can take anyone from the most worst case scenario and he can get there too. Exactly. And not only for the people out here in North America, it, like, I want to get it down there in India, Pakistan, exactly. to our family members, all the friends and everyone. So that, you know, it's, it's time. Yeah. To I think break the stereotypes. hundred percent, man. I think it's high time. Somebody actually challenges the mindset. We all, especially us kind of grew up in thinking that there's no other way, but this, like uh, for those listening, uh, Sas and I have a very common background where you can, you either go to school, you become a doctor, engineer, lawyer. Oh, I have a perfect example in my family. I'm an engineer, yeah. and a doctor. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So it's um, luckily for us and our family, our parents weren't that strict, but I've seen a lot of people go through that in our circle of influence and in growing up that it's um, the daughter has to do this, the son has to do that, or they have to get married by this certain age. Like it's time somebody challenges those thoughts. It's... Um, you know, those are pre-pressures from tradition bought years and years ago. And I think it's time to break that. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that we're doing this and uh, just keep watching for the next one, which mm-hmm. comes next week. Week we're doing Next it? week. Yep. So what we'll be, our plan is we'll be making one podcast at least a week. And we're also testing different things. So you'll also... He- get better quality as I get a new mic. I did shop around, could not find one. So it's on the way. We're also testing a few other topics you want to talk about, which I find and Sahas also finds very uh, meaningful and more important as well. And also there is the classic case we'll be talking about business, real estate, marketing, all that fun stuff. It's all going to be inside out. But everything starts with the mindset. Exactly. You know what? Since you said that, I know we already said our goodbyes, but uh, I just want to put this part in. Like your mindset is, if you don't have the mindset, you're not going to be successful. Like you can have all the money in the world in the lottery. You can win a billion, um, $500 million in lottery. And you're going to lose all that because you don't have the right mindset. That's how people lose all the, you know, uh, lotteries they win, let's say, or the inheritance they get. Because, because the psychology behind success is, uh, you know, wrong at the first, at inception itself, because Having money is not just success. Mm-hmm. So when you conquer this, everything, so having family, yeah. uh, having uh, the right kind of people around you, having everything, the lifestyle, love, uh, you know, relations, what kind of an impact you're making, that is success. And money, exactly. comes, it is the byproduct of whatever you're giving to the people and what you're working towards in your, between these years. Exactly. You know, you can take someone from, the worst situation, a war-torn country, let's say, face the worst thing, but things. But if he has the right mindset, there's nothing stopping him. And I've seen that personally. I've seen people crawl from shitholes to multi-million-dollar success stories because they changed their mindset. Yeah, I'm really excited about this, man. Let's mm-hmm. do it again. And thank you so much for listening, whoever was listening till this time. And mm-hmm. uh, stay tuned for the next one, which is going to happen next week. And welcome to the Inside Out. Welcome to the Inside Out. See you guys soon. This is exciting. All right.